What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm Jay Lag. And I'm NB. And we are rounding up American Horror Story 1984. And this is episode three. And it's called. It is called Slash Dance. Oh, yeah. So they're doing all these different takes on. I guess 80s movies and like making them scary, scary times. Is that is that what's happening? Because I, I don't I really don't, know what's happening. So I don't know what's happening. Okay, so <laughs> before we get into our roundups, which is yeah. what we do, um, give me your overall feelings of this episode. Overall, I'm going to have to say, I think it's the weakest thus far. I didn't okay. enjoy it at all. I was counting down the minutes till it was done. I did like the last like five minutes. Okay. Um, And I like the way it ended. Uh, I just didn't enjoy the episode. I felt like the backstories were a little meh. Um, like, even though I liked the backstory premise, I the way it kind of unfolded, I was like, this is it. Like, this is his story. Right. And, like, whatever. But, I don't know. What did you think? Yeah, I mean, just to cover it all off, we got, like, two two major backstories. One is with Rita, slash, not her real name. Her real name is Dr. Donna Chambers, the yeah. nurse. Yeah. And we also got Ray's backstory. And, yeah, I agree. I think that we were expecting that from this season, considering it's all kind of taking place over one night um, from what it looks like so far. I just don't know. Like, I don't know how I feel about them just continually going back and, like, if it really matches up. Because... It is interesting. There's one thing that I noticed from last episode that we didn't get a chance to talk about where Rita is stuck in the uh, room with Mr. Jingles. Like, Mr. Jingles comes through the front door, sees her, they're facing each other, and then, like, as we know, she is the one that kind of gets them all to crash the car later in the parking lot. And she gets away unscathed and i think like a lot of yes. people were kind of questioning that and being like what the f's up with that like why wouldn't he kill her right then and there right exactly um, and that kind of all yeah that, and i did it i did like her storyline i'm glad that like she's trying to get to the bottom of him or like trying to explore this whole serial killer um story like i'm down right. for that I don't know. Like, I just feel like something's I missing. Just, like, here's, I don't here's know. the thing. I just feel like it's for one. I just feel like it's very flat so far. Yes. For like a, yes. for an American horror story season, there hasn't been something that's really gripped me in the, into the story to be like, oh, shit, I really need to know. I mean, I will say that last line um, that's given by Montana at the very end kind of got me intrigued no and i think like this is everything before that those last five minutes for me because i did like the right. way those last few minutes played out but but even like i just feel like they're not even like billy lord you have cody fern like i'm just not seeing the acting that i like i thought i was gonna see or like this like yeah lit, lit performance like i'm not seeing it you know it's a lot of like like you said you're getting you're getting flashbacks, which is giving you a little bit of the acting. But then outside of that, it's literally running around in the dark and screaming and crying. And I don't know. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if I feel so great about how they're positioning everybody right now. Um, I do feel like because there is this mystery behind like what the f is going on like is could there be a supernatural element to this could this all be a reality show could this be like a method acting camp so i'm not so it makes me feel like i shouldn't be so into the story because i'm like watch it be nothing watch it not make sense watch it be some dumbass like reason so it's almost pulling me out of the episode where i'm like "Uh, okay i'm not buying into it and at this point like episode three i wish 
you know, I wish they, I, I, I wish I loved it. Like I'm not crazy. Yeah. I'm not excited to watch it. You know, I agree. I, I'm kind of, I was a little, I was, I will say that I was a little disappointed. Um, as you guys know, with our roundups, we're looking for the best moment, the WTF moment, MVP, LVP, best line. And I struggled the hardest with best moment because I was like, what is, yeah, exactly. what was my favorite part? Like there wasn't something that I was like, damn, that was the episode moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So just to kind of cover off in terms of like what happens to each character, Brooks, Brooke gets drugged by Rita slash Donna Chambers. Um, and that's kind of what sets off Donna Chambers storyline. We find out that Donna Chambers was a psychiatrist and she was trying to treat Mr. Jingles. And she was the one that kind of orchestrated him getting out of, of the mental hospital in the first place. Um, so now we're starting to understand why everything was kind of conveniently set up for him. Like how he did he get a knife? How did he get out? Like everything is now being answered in that regard. So it's not like super far fetched, but like to your point, did but I even need an then, extra backstory yeah. to that? Like, did I care? Wh- and like her how reasoning and why he was got there? Her, her reasoning was so dumb. She's like, I need you to put you in the real world so I can see how you're going to react. Like what? Like, like it's so stupid you know, like no one would you know ever do gonna that kill. yeah you and also like you know he's gonna go kill people so yeah, like what is what just, is what are you gonna find out from this story like how far I mean? do you have to push for like science like it's just it, yeah like i understood what they're trying to do and they're ahs they go over the top i get it but like i With just it, wasn't yeah. i wasn't fully sold on that same i when when she ex- tried to explain herself i was like are you guys really doing this right now like that's the angle that you guys want to take with this Okay, cool. I yeah, I don't know if I was totally sold on it. Keep like moving forward. Ray and Chet fall into a hole basically, like with spikes in it. Chet gets injured and Ray is like revealed as the biggest coward of the entire C- series. Like he mm-hmm. runs away from everything. He's an escapist. He uh just tries to survive on his own and he doesn't like to like help anybody else out then we see a little bit of his backstory and how he accidentally killed somebody when he was running a frat house with his you know with his brothers or whatever and he accidentally doesn't kill him and then he throws him off a cliff and then he actually does die so he's holding this like guilt over himself so there's that story but it doesn't even really matter because he dies in this episode anyway yeah and it was it was a very weak flashback i was actually excited about it when they cut to it when they like showed the frat house i was like oh they're gonna do something really like really crazy and fucked up right and it was so dumb like how the guy like wakes up halfway in the middle of the car yeah. and he's like what's going on and then he still put like it was just so stupid and and it just and felt very just so weak ra- like, like very random too like very he had random. like a moment where he's talking to him and he's like you and me man like i'm black you're asian like we gotta like stick yeah. up for each other i'm like what why are you talking but then it doesn't about go this anywhere right <laughs> it yeah. goes nowhere yeah so like they they're setting up these scenes and there's no there really isn't when you think about Coven, when you think about even Apocalypse, there were these moments that really gripped you, and I'm just not getting it from the show yeah. so far. Like maybe the last two episodes, you're like, ooh, ooh, ooh. but now I'm kind of like, ah, I don't and know. And I, I honestly, I think that's because they started off so fucking crazy that yeah, it makes you question why. every single thing that happens after. If they had started right. as like a real slasher, everyone's fucked, but here's everyone's backstory. I'd be like, oh my God, but I want to know. But now yeah. I'm just like, I don't know what to commit to because I don't know what's real. I don't know what's like, you know, going to be a fake thing at the end. And so it's, I'm just like very uneasy with like everything. Exactly. And I think that that was my worry as well. It was like when I was watching it, I was like, there's not really something that is 
um, like making me feel like this is going to take us all the way to episode 10, right? Like that's what I said from episode one. I was like, I don't know if they're giving us too much episode one that by the time we get to the end of it, we're not going to have anything else to go by. And to your point, you said in the first episode, like it's going to just be all flashbacks, which it was all this episode too. So I don't know. So what else happens? What else happens? Um, uh, Trevor and uh, what's his name? Xavier. They both kind of go their own way and they're like Trevor has this random thing where he wants to save the people who are in the camp right now, like that old lady and Margaret. And so he's like, I got to go back and find them. And everybody's like, fuck you. Like, I got, we got to go. Um, so people start to split up. They save Chet from the, the what's spikes. it called, the pit. Yeah. Because Ray, like, disappeared on them. And um, they also throw, like, an imposter, Mr. Jingles, into the pit because they thought it was him. Um, and then they realize after that, like, he had a mask on and right. then he kills him. Right. So. Yeah, there was that random there was that random element in it yeah. too that was kind of weird. Anyway, like that's pretty much what happens in the episode. We do find out like I said at the very end Montana is making out with the night walk the night stalker and she was like, "Why haven't you killed her yet?" And then like that's how the episode ends. Yeah. And um yeah, that was probably the most gripping part of the, in- the whole episode, but then it's over and then I'm like, "Okay. Oh yeah, great. We'll now see I got to watch episode 4 and see what happens." Yeah. Next. Um, let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. Um, my best moment, I think it's going to go to Ray's head getting sliced off because, you know, the coward always dies, right? And you sort of wait for him and t- you're going to, you're waiting to see how he's going to get killed off. Um, yeah. and in that last moment, him and Montana are like in the parking lot and he just dips on the bike bike and he like fucking zooms away and i'm like oh my god he's definitely gonna die um and jingles is like right there waiting by like the exit sign and he just like like slices clean his head off yeah um and so he's dead kind of a cool shot it It was was it was really cool it was was entertaining um it was very like this the kills in this episode were very slasher-esque which i liked um But yeah, best woman, I think probably that. My best woman's gonna go to the real Rita storyline that we got to see. Um, why? Like I wanted Rita. to ask you why. Um, so I think it was just because number one, I I need sun. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It was daytime. Oh my god, I just realized that it was daytime. Yeah, and we got to see it, and like true. it was a fresh new character, like. It's really bad, but after two episodes, I'm already tired of those two characters, yeah. those all those characters. Yeah. That having her in there, I was like, oh, okay, and she kind of sounded cool, and you get to understand like where she came from, like what happens to her, does she die? She the does only die this thing episode, is, but, like, I wish they did more with her because they did have that really cool scene in the right. beginning where she was like, "Girls gotta stick together," and like yeah. she was talking to like fake Rita. I wish it kind of led to more, but right. it doesn't, and. I mean, I understood why. Like, we all knew it was going to get to that point. Like, sh- like the fake Rita is, like, obviously crazy. But, like, at least she could have saved someone her. or, like, she could have done something a little bit more. She was just literally like, hey, yeah. I'm ba- I'm still here, though, and I'm going to die now. It was just like, Yeah, oh, that's okay. true. Did you know that she was from Gossip Girl? She was, like, one of the girls. No way. Which girl? She looked familiar? No. She was, like, one of, like, Blair's girls. Anyway, oh. shout out to Gossip Girl. <laughs> What's, we're just making her. a reboot soon. Um, anyway, yeah, so... That was my favorite part only because, like, mostly because it was, like, sunny. Like, I just yeah. wanted okay. a different okay. scenery. Change of scenery. 
WTF moment. WTF moment, I think, has to go to seeing all, like, the fake Mr. Jingles. And I was like, huh? Yeah, like, why? So Is random. it Halloween? Like, what's yeah. going on? It would have been cool if, like, they did that for the Halloween episode. But right. I just didn't understand. I mean, I guess, I guess, like, it's the same thing as, like, Michael Myers or, like, you know, like, people do dress up as him. Sure. But, like, but they're actually going is, to kill people. But my thing was, is at that point in time, they already knew people were dying at the camp. So it didn't really matter that there were imposters there. At that I point. think this show just put like it almost felt like more of like the writers adding it in to get away with some things and blame it on the imposters. You know what I mean? What? Like the bag of shit? Like beyond that, there was nothing else. But maybe like, we'll see more of them like later on. No, I mean. I hope that they don't just keep killing random people who are dressed know. up as Mr. Jingles and like we never see Mr. Jingles die. But I I felt like they came in a little too late. Like if they built up the mystery and they were like, oh, like this is what's happening. Someone's banging on the door and we're getting a phone call. But like they've already seen a dead body by the showers. So yeah, by that true. point, by that point, like Trevor and all the other ones are not going to be like, oh, thank god it was just you guys like there's not a real mr jingles here i'm like of course there's still a killer like there wasn't like he is actually out there and he's out there to kill you guys so like why set you guys up for like doubt if you know for a fact that it's actually happening anyway i just didn't understand why they they threw that in there but yeah you're right they do do something for halloween every year maybe that'll come back around in the later episodes we'll see my WTF moment is going to go to, um, I don't know, I had three, and I don't know which one to talk about. One of them was Ray's backstory, but we talked about it, so maybe we can go to the ending, since that was like a big... Yeah, for sure. That was a big one. Yeah. That was like a shocker. Um, outside of the sentence that we get, what do you predict for You know what's funny? Because as she was standing that. in the parking lot, I definitely... Um, expected this to get like sexual I'm like watch her make out with this guy or like watch them fuck Ooh. right now just because she's she exudes such a like um, like sexual like character and like she's Vibe, a ro- yeah. she seems like a rock star and like I just I wasn't surprised that like she made out with him but I was shocked yeah. that like she knew him and obviously like has asked him to kill Brooke probably right so yeah um, yeah that that part got me for sure yeah I don't know what to expect from that whole situation you're assuming that she is talking about Brooke though, right? Yeah, like, that's what I'm assuming. Just sure. because like the way she's been so close to her and like she's been asking yeah. her questions, it, it makes sense. But it's AHS. Watch them pull like a fucking rabbit out of the hat and like it's Margaret or something. MVP. MVP, I think, is going to go to fake nurse Rita, a.k.a. Donna Chambers. And okay. I think I just liked her scene with Mr. Jingles. I think I liked how like she came into it. She's like, I got my PhD right. and like I want to yeah. learn more about like serial killers. And like I, I went and talked to like Ted Bundy. I just like the way she's going with it and how she's like, you might have PTSD. Um, right. And then he was like, no, he's like, it's the corn syrup and everything. <laughs> yeah. Like, I like that. I like where they're going with it and like kind of seeing what makes someone tick and like what you know what sets you off in that way and, and i hope they explore that more i just yeah. don't think they are but for that it's, i mean she's it's, my MVP. It, it does seem it does seem that you know ryan murphy tries to do that with a lot of his shows where he tries to like peel back the extra layer to be like what was wrong with this person what really made them set off and you know 
I think he's definitely doing it again for this season with Mr. Jingles. And yeah, Rita is the only person. The one thing that kind of got me was you're telling me that this white psychologist couldn't figure it out for the 18 fucking years or whatever that Mr. Jingles was in in the mental institute. And then Rita walks in like one day, like not even five minutes with this guy. And he trusts her and explains all like his whole life story to her like i well it's the way of, it's the way it she like, cared okay, about him too though whatever. like it's the way she like spoke to him and he even he even yeah. said he was like i'm finally being looked at for the first time in my life like it was like cheesy True. but i'm like okay i'll buy it like fine one ticket you know <laughs> i'll buy one ticket <laughs> like, i'm not committing everything but i'll buy one ticket i may ticket or may not leave halfway through the show but uh, i'm gonna buy a ticket yeah yeah I, I i know what you mean and you're right i think that i like the way that they kind of angled her character to be this person that's just on like a nurse that's running around screaming like she has an extra mission i don't know i think that it's a little extreme for it's her to very drug, extreme yeah, yeah. You know, drug all these times. kids and then put them to sleep and then yeah. like get him to kill them all like i, I don't know that's yeah. a little random for me my mvp is going to be trevor and it has nothing to do with his big dick, which is kind which, of surprising. Yeah, it's like because I feel like you're right. I feel like it would be so much more divisive because they've made it such a fact that he's got a big dick. But like he, he's suddenly like this really like courageous, like not too douchey. Like he's still a little bit douchey, but this episode he was like, "We got to save Margaret. We got to save this person." And I was like, "Where is this all coming from?" Like, I thought that of all of them, he would be the most selfish, the most self-involved. Like. I thought that his character would be a lot more like yeah, for sure. into surprising. himself. And I like that I'm surprised by that. Yeah. I feel like he was going to be more like the Ray, which like Ray, what Ray turned out to be, like the coward who runs away from everything. But he ended up being this guy who's like, oh, we got to save everybody in the camp or whatever. But it also draw, draws me back to the whole idea that maybe he's got another story because yeah, we haven't probably. seen it yet probably. and it's funny because you already were right about Rita because a few I think it was last episode you're like maybe Rita's a ghost yeah but she's um, not because because of the way that it was angled but also another character that you mentioned was Trevor so I'm like yeah maybe Trevor's also a and he something. could be right because like, he's not, ghost, not leaving but... he doesn't want to leave the camp and that makes me suspicious a little bit like just dip or like get everyone out first or do something but he's very like out of it like no we can't leave until everyone's with us yeah so i don't know i'm very interested to see like what his character is like but this episode i think he was an mvp he was like literally trying to save everybody he he did yeah yeah for sure yeah he did a good job i mean he accidentally killed somebody but like whatever he's like trying to survive lvp my lvp is gonna go to i think the real nurse rita please stand up um just because i was like it was such a random addition to the story. Like she, I guess she was just there to show that like she is the real nurse Rita, but like she died right. so quickly. She didn't even help anyone out. Like she could have like helped them with something and then like died. But like, like it was just anything. like they ran into she the room, helped. saw her, he came in, killed her and that was it. And she had yeah. like this crazy, like very slasher death. You know, he put the thing into her mouth, the or whatever. Yeah. That was pretty cinematic. So, I just, I, I was just like, why? Like why even bring her into it? They could have just done it without hiring like an actress, but like, I guess okay. she's just like another scream queen storyline, yeah. you know, like just yeah. watch her die or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but it's true. Yeah. She was, unless she's useless. like a part like, of the flashback happens. or something later on, who knows? I mean, 
I feel like we've seen her flashback. Like she was just yeah. the real nursery. Day. That's true. <laughs> and and they do. I mean, they do discover like from her death. They do discover that like there is an imposter on the loose as well. So like she did have a purpose. Oh, that's but true. Whatever. Yeah. Um, my LVP, like I was saying before, when I thought I was talking about my LVP, <laughs> was I feel like Ray is like an easy like you know to go that way with him because he was definitely the LVP of the episode because he was such a piece of shit. But I'm going to give it to Chet because I, I also Chet. think that... But why? Because he's <laughs> like, so cute. I don't understand the appeal of Chet. He's literally like, so effing cute, but like he is useless. Like all he did was like cry and like Pointless. scream. He cried. I mean, he did fall into a stake, which I get. But yeah. like, I'm going to say it one more time. I'm honestly like... This will be the last time I promise. I feel like but, he's gonna uh, have a sick storyline. Like I'm still holding out for Chet's storyline, his flashback. But not only just that, what I was gonna say was like, this is the last time I'm gonna say, it, but like Gus Kenworthy is just not a good actor. I didn't he's mind his really... acting. I don't know why you're so hard on him. Like he actually wasn't that bad. <laughs> he was like, I believe that he had a stake through his chest. Like I was falling for it. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. Something about it just doesn't like. It doesn't. Something about it is like I can see that you're not an actor. Like I can tell. I don't know. I can't tell. Like, like if I if you didn't tell I'm me that he was the Olympian, I, I wouldn't have thought. Like I thought he would have just an actor. Oh. Like I can't tell the difference. Let us know, know which one you guys agree with, me or NB. Is he a decent he's actor cute, or not? Man. Am I, I being? Like he's a cute guy, but that's what I'm saying. Whenever he's on screen, I'm always paying attention to him. So maybe because I'm trying. I don't know. I'm trying to watch him. I'm watching him because I'm like he's cute or whatever. But he doesn't seem to like know how to act in front of a camera let's, like, let's see his flashback moment let's give him more more airtime yes, before we really right. judge give like, him a little bit more airtime yeah. that's true but i'm i'm just gonna say that i'm gonna leave that in the chat and like let you let me know what you guys think about it because uh yeah i don't want to come for him the entire season obviously i think he's i mean he's still a handsome guy like <laughs> just yeah, not a great actor hot. The, the best, best line. line. My best line is going to go to uh, Montana at the end when she like starts making out with right. whatever um, Ramirez. Ramirez? Yep, yeah, Ramirez. And then she's like, why haven't you killed her yet? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm perfect. like, oh my God. Uh, it was such a good last yeah, line to end the episode good. with. Um, my best line is going to go to Trevor when <laughs> I think they're trying to get out and try to fight off Mr. Jingles and they're like how are we gonna get out of this and he's like his knife versus my guns and I was like oh, okay I was like honestly yeah, guys was it was cute. slim pickings this episode yeah for, for the best line but as soon as I heard that my ears perked up and I was like okay that was kind of funny like I'll, I'll go with it so I, that's why I wrote it down <laughs> that was the only thing that kind of got me uh, that is the episode though guys let us know what you guys thought about this episode are they on a you know trajectory of being interesting and entertaining or do you feel like this is gonna be a really shitty just go with the flow campy like season like very light like it doesn't but feel like it's not even campy in a good way it's campy in a like I'm not that excited way. for this you know yeah, and it's like dark it's and I can barely see things and there's shadows everywhere and it's just like <laughs> it's the music's not as lit as I thought it was gonna be it's, like you're right I don't know yeah. I just thought that they were gonna like let the kids get to the camp yeah. so then we can watch them all die yeah. and the fact that they didn't do that I'm just like okay we're stuck in this darkness for the I'm entire really not, season I'm really not down for that darkness like I'm not down for everything to be in like at night it's yeah. just I don't know. Like, I'm missing something. Why would you want to watch it like that? Yeah. Anyway, um, let us know what you guys think about the episode. 
Um, we have a few announcements. Well, the first one is we have a contest running right now, and we're opening it up to our AHS listeners as well as our Riverdale, like anything recap rewind, basically. Um, all you need to do is uh, subscribe. Well, not really subscribe. Subscribe if you want to, but um, you need to leave us a comment on iTunes and rate us and you'll be entered into a contest that we're going to draw from in December and it's for a pop socket and a $50 Amazon gift card. Yeah, and all you have to do is go to the podcast iTunes app on your phone or your desktop. You could just type in Recap Rewind and our AHS one will come up and then in there you can leave us a review. It's free to leave reviews. You don't have to subscribe. It's just leaving a nice five-star review. That's it. Yeah, and then you might and then get your a name will just be put into win. a yeah yeah it'll be in it'll be put into a draw and then we'll draw it and then uh, you'll get something fun and you're helping us out at the same time like it's no sh- you know no- yeah. nothing off we've your noticed that like the reviews too. make such a big difference for us like yeah. huge 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 difference honestly guys we would not be asking you to do this if it wasn't like if it actually didn't mean anything to us because like we don't care to i mean we love to read your comments don't get me wrong but like we wouldn't care if someone just reviewed us for the sake of reviewing us we know that a bunch of you have already done that which is amazing but like we're doing it mostly just so we can kind of like bring ourselves a little bit higher keep ourselves a little bit more relevant yeah and, and uh, yeah. if you review on two of our podcasts on riverdale and hs we'll count you as two ballots so Ooh, just keep girl. that in mind you got two ballots okay um yeah listen nb <laughs> she knows the <laughs> rules <laughs> um at this time i'd like to take take the time to thank our patrons of the episode our rewinder squad we got white and then more lit rewinders we got tina and sarge serena Soleil and Kate and finally our mommy rewinders Becca, Sarah, Tamala and Grace. Thanks guys. If you would like to join our Patreon family check us out at patreon.com slash recap underscore rewind. If you join you'll get access to all things recap, rewind, exclusive contest content and updates. And also make sure you guys are checking us out on all of our socials, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and Facebook. You can also find us on Google Podcasts, Spotify and as we mentioned iTunes. Like, subscribe, follow, review, and comment to stay engaged with us at Recap Rewind. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.